Mark Cuban. How you do anything is how you do everything. If you're not, if you don't pay attention to detail on the little things, you're not going to be in the habit of paying attention to detail for the big things. Ken Griffey Jr. Hey, he wears his hat backwards. Well, I wear my hat backwards because my dad had a fro and I wanted to wear his hat. And if I put his hat on at age six and, you know, he's got a eight and a half and I got like a little five, it's not going to really stay on my head. Jeannie Buss. Thank you for having me. What a nice turnout. It's good to see everybody. John Smoltz. Is if you don't have the imagination and the willingness to fail or not being afraid to fail, I don't think you can be truly great. Candace Parker. I have had so much hope for this generation coming up that have grown up with women in sports, in leadership roles, on television, speaking about sports, speaking knowledgeably about sports. Paul Gasol. To me, all the work that I've done, all the humanitarian work that I've done has always given me great perspective, has allowed me to keep my feet on the ground and uh, has really put and reminded me what's truly important. Damian Lillard. That was for Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) Just to name a few. Welcome to Sports Business Radio. Now, here's Brian Berger. Well, thanks for joining us on this edition of Sports Business Radio. As many of you know, Underdog Fantasy is the official gaming partner of Sports Business Radio. We're going to have some fun with them this week. Liz Morrow, the chief marketing officer, is going to join us. Uh, I mean, this is a company that's one of the fastest growing fantasy apps out there. There's a lot of different offerings. If you use the promo code SBR, Underdog Fantasy is going to match up to $100 on your first deposit. But uh, Griggs and I are going to compete in a best ball mania NFL draft. Grand prize, $2 million, $10 million in prize money overall. So that's going to be fun. Um, We're going to see who has the better team at the end of the year between Griggs and I. And uh, Griggs, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing good. And yeah, uh, Underdog is a lot of fun. I uh, enjoyed our draft. Uh, Some surprising picks by yours truly. So we'll see if that pans out for me. (laughs) Yeah, you took a few people a little early. We'll tease the audience that that you, you know, you did not go by average draft position. You kind of went with your own little uh, rankings. And, you know, you might look real bright at the end or it could come back (laughs) to haunt you. But, uh, you know, I think we both uh, got good quarterbacks. We won't you know, say who those are because we don't want to ruin it for our listeners. But we did our homework and, uh, you know, it's fun. The great thing about the Best Ball Mania 3 draft is it moves quickly. There's 30 seconds in between picks. You don't have to adjust your lineup after you've made your picks. Underdog Fantasy is going to take the best points for players at each position. So if you have three quarterbacks, they'll pull the quarterback with the best points that week. Same thing with running back and wide receiver. So it's super low maintenance for the busy business people like us. Um, But it's fun. You still get to be in the game. And there's a lot of money and prize money. So we already agreed that if either one of us wins the $2 million in prize money, we're taking Sports Business Radio Global and we're just going to go travel the world uh, doing interviews. Yeah, I think that's definitely the plan and sounds like fun. And I think, you know, with yours and my team, I think we're pretty, pretty looking pretty good for that two mil. So I'm kind of starting to put uh, my, you know, passport in motion and get some uh, trips booked. <laughs> well, I am actually going to Europe in a few weeks. So my passport is ready. Um, I'll do the scouting report for us and find the best places for us to set up shop after we win that $2 million. How's that? 
Exactly. You can find all the coffee shops and the pubs and the uh, good places to eat and hang out. So uh, good job. You can scout it. We'll be ready to go. I'm kind of thinking the Amalfi Coast in Italy. We just get one of those huge villas and you and I set up and, you know, we have someone drive us around on a boat. We could do the podcast on the boat or just sitting on the villa patio overlooking the, the ocean. What do you think? That sounds amazing. As long as we can get one of those uh, wood James Bond boats, you know, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, maybe we'll have James Bond himself drive us because we'll have so much money after winning the underdog fantasy best ball mania three pool that, you know, we could probably get James Bond to, to come hang with us. I like that even better. Let's go for that. <laughs> All right. Let's get to some sports business radio headlines of the week before we get to Liz Morrow and get to our draft. Number one, the news we had been waiting for from the NFL. Deshaun Watson suspended 11 games, fined $5 million. So ironically, he's going to return for his debut with the Cleveland Browns against his old team, the Houston Texans. It's almost like the NFL said, you know, these are the two teams that have had to deal with Deshaun Watson and all the noise around him. So we're going to pit them against each other and have him come back for that game and kind of a random number, 11 games, but it's more than the six games before $5 million is the biggest fine ever for an NFL player. Griggs, your thoughts. Yeah. I think uh, last week I said, I think they might end on eight games, but 11, you know, sounds even better. I think they needed to come down harsh and uh, I think they made the right choice extending those games and uh, finding him that amount. But uh, you know, it's, it's a big thing. He's uh, he's been, <laughs> He's been in some uh, speculation and some, you know, bad stuff the last uh, couple of seasons here. Well, as it's been brewing, at least. And um, I think it's good for him. I think the NFL needs to do this. And uh, I do like that he's coming back for that game. That'll be interesting to see and how rusty he'll be or if he'll be, uh, you know, practicing in this uh, suspension time. Yeah, I tweeted out. I don't think it's harsh enough, this penalty. I, I think Major League Baseball, I rarely say this, but Major League Baseball got their suspension with Trevor Bauer right. Two seasons uh, you know, that was that was what was needed in that case. And I think at least a season was needed in this case. So I don't think they got it right, but it's certainly better than six games. You know, this was an agreement between the NFL and the NFL Players Association. So there's going to be no lawsuits. It was a number that everyone could agree on. And, you know, he starts serving his suspension immediately. So that is put to bed for now, uh, the other big news of the week, the Big Ten signs a massive new media rights deal. Seven years, $7 billion, according to multiple reports. The Big Ten conference distribution channels will be CBS, Fox, NBC, and NBC Universal Peacock. And you're going to have football, women's and men's basketball, and Olympic sports on those networks for the Big Ten. There's going to be, uh, you know, big games of the week on Fox at noon. CBS is going to have an afternoon game. NBC is going to have a primetime game. USC and UCLA moving over in 2024 really ups the ante here. And then the other thing that Kevin Warren said, the commissioner of the Big Ten, is they may not be done expanding. They may add more teams. And then he also mentioned that they might be interested in paying the players. So if you're a student athlete and you can go to the Big Ten Conference and you can get great media exposure, you can get great NIL money, and you might get paid, doesn't that give your conference an enormous advantage over every other conference out there? 
the value for each Big Ten school could reach up to $90 million annually. So a lot of money for these Big Ten schools, Griggs. Yeah, I mean, we've had Kevin on the roadshow here with uh, Sports Business Radio, and he, he just you know, alluded that he was just going to take over. And he has. I mean, he's done so many good things for the Big Ten already. This is massive. I mean, they basically have, you know, the big three networks other than ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. I mean, they are going to be on your TV every Saturday and probably other days of the week, too. And uh, I mean, it's huge. And and him hinting about the NIL stuff and paying players. I agree with you with what you said about, man, would you not want to play in the Big Ten? You got UCLA, USC coming in. This is just big time. I think they are quickly moving up into the top, uh, you know, following the SEC. Teams that have been mentioned as potential Big Ten additions, University of Washington, University of Oregon, Clemson, Florida State. Obviously, the Big Ten would love to have Notre Dame, but so far Notre Dame is staying independent. So we'll keep our eyes on this, Griggs. But the Big Ten, they're changing the landscape of college sports with this media rights deal, with putting together a super conference, with potentially paying student athletes outright to play college sports. All right, our last headline of the week, Forbes unveiled their list of most valuable NFL teams in 2022, and the Dallas Cowboys lead a group with the highest valuation ever for a team, $8 billion. So they're saying the Cowboys are worth $8 billion. That's a 28% increase uh, over last year. The New England Patriots are second most valuable in the NFL with $6.4 billion valuation. And the world champion LA Rams are the third most valuable team at $6.2 billion. Those are the top three. But, you know, as we've said for many, many years, if you can get into the fraternity or the sorority and get an NFL team, you almost can't lose money. And these valuations go up every year. NFL owners, of course, approved the Broncos' $4.65 billion sale to an ownership group led by Walmart heir Rob Walton. So that's the most recent team to sell, and they came in at $4.65 billion. So, Griggs, the franchise values in the NFL, much like the NBA, continue to go up every year. Yeah, it's like Monopoly. I mean, the money is just funny money. It's crazy how the valuations go up and not just like five bucks. They're going up millions every year. It's just crazy. And these stadiums are fascinating. It kind of throws me back to the Hard Knocks episode with uh, the Cowboys. When you see that drone flying through the whole uh, practice facility in the stadium, you're like, yeah, I can see why they have the billion in front of their, their name because the money is just crazy down in Dallas. All right, coming up next, Liz Morrow, the chief marketing officer for Underdog Fantasy. Then Griggs and I are going to go head-to-head in a Best Ball Mania 3 NFL draft. Who comes out with a better team? You judge for yourself. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Brian Berger here. Roan is the new official menswear partner of Sports Business Radio. I love their product. I've been a fan for a long time. Did you know David Stern was one of their first investors? Roan makes the absolute highest quality, best fitting, and most comfortable performance-driven clothing for men. Their entire line places emphasis on an active, balanced, and purpose-driven lifestyle. I'm wearing my spar joggers. I've got them in uh, heather gray. I've got them in navy. I've got my moleskin commuter slim pant. I've got my regular black commuter pant. I've got my dress shirts. So when I'm out in in-person meetings, I have the nicer Roan product to wear. But most of the time, I'm working from home. And I've got my Rain long sleeve 
gray heather camo. I've got my rain long sleeve hoodies. I am wearing the shorts for workouts, the seven inch Mako shorts. So I'll tell you what, from top to bottom, whether it's casual or business wear, Roan has me covered. I know they're going to have you covered too. And Roan is offering Sports Business Radio podcast listeners 15% off your purchase. Go to Roan.com, R-H-O-N-E.com and enter code SBR15 at checkout, like Sports Business Radio 15, SBR15 at checkout, receive 15% off your purchase. That's Roan.com, R-H-O-N-E.com, and enter promo code SBR15 at checkout. My guest is Liz Morrow. She is the Chief Marketing Officer for Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the official gaming partner of Sports Business Radio. Liz, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Really enjoying our partnership. We'll dig into that in a minute, but I want to congratulate you and Underdog on recently raising $35 million in Series B funding led by BlackRock. Underdog is now valued at $485 million. Tell us what this uh, new Series B funding means for the company. Yeah, I mean, it's really going to give us the opportunity to just catapult into that next phase of growth that's so important when the company's at the stage that we're in. Um, We are so excited to have such great partners, BlackRock, while our other investors are incredible. And we're going to be putting that money right into our product and growing our team and scaling up the business. It was one of the things that attracted me to you guys is some of your investors, Mark Cuban, Kevin Durant, Adam Schefter, Jared Goff, and like you said, BlackRock. How do you get those investors on board? And and it sure gives you guys a lot of credibility. I'm sure they share your vision. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough industry. It's a really competitive landscape. A lot of investors are really skeptical, uh, especially when you're looking for a valuation like what we are looking for. But, you know, we've got a really strong product. We've experienced incredible growth over, you know, the less than three years that we've been around as a business. And we're really lucky to have Jeremy Levine as our president and co-founder. Uh, He is an expert when it comes to this fundraising environment, and he knows probably more about this industry than anybody else alive. One of the things I also love about Underdog is I'm a busy person. I know we have a lot of business people that listen to this podcast, and Underdog is super easy to use. It's low maintenance. Uh, I've done the Best Ball Mania 3 NFL draft recently. You can get through the draft pretty easily. There's no maintenance during the season. I really like how you guys have it set up. Oh, thank you. I mean, Best Ball is, you know, one of our core products. It's what we sort of launched the business with. And it's something that people want. And we were just kind of surprised that no one else in the industry was really scratching that itch. And I agree. It's the best way to play fantasy. I'm a little bit busy these days as well. (laughs) And (laughs) we recently uh, set up an employee league for um, English Premier League. And it's not best ball. And I I already know I'm not going to have time. You have to set your lineup. You have to worry about trades and injuries. Whereas best ball, you just draft the team once and then you get to enjoy it all season. Yeah. And then you've got some other offerings, too, that are unique. I love the uh, pick them where, you know, you can do some over unders. uh, You've got rivals matchups. Those are fun and unique. and, And I don't see those on any other app. So for our listeners, let's say. You know, we want to know who has uh, more passing yards. Is it uh, Joe Burrow or is it Matt Stafford? You can pit them against each other. And I love some of the matchups you have in Pick'em and and Rivals. 
Oh, thank you. I mean, one of the most important things that we think about when we're designing products is just ease of use. You know, we really have a pretty firm belief that sports are fun and sports are for everyone. And we want to make their product as easy for any type of fan, whether that's a really casual fan, whether that's a super user. We want the product to be really easy and fun for them to use. Yeah. And then, you know, with best ball, you've got millions of dollars in prize money. So the prize money for underdog is uh, off the charts as well. Yeah, I have a great story about that. So we offer a very, very generous fraternity and maternity leave uh, here at Underdog. You get to take up to 16 weeks. And we like to joke that our CFO was on paternity leave when we set the prize pool for that fall. <laughs> it's $10 million. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what was the reaction when uh, that person came back? <laughs> so we obviously did loop him in and he signed off on it. I mean, we just are always focused on the best possible experience for our users and best ball, it's such an exciting format. We wanted to get as many eyeballs on the format this year as possible. We wanted as many people to know about best ball. And we figured a great way to do that was to make a splash with the prize pool. But it's, it's a big tournament. You know, it's a huge prize pool, millions of dollars at stake. We're doing something really cool where the uh, highest scoring regular season user also gets a million dollars, which is kind of unusual. So we're really, really excited about it. And I can't wait to fill it. So I like the other option that you have, you know, you've got like three person drafts, six person drafts. There's a lot of different options in other leagues that I've played in in the past. You know, it's like, hey, 10 people or 12 people and that's it. I like all of the different draft options available on Underdog. Yeah, I think that just goes back to us trying to give the best possible experience to our users. And, you know, we have a feature where you can have a private draft so you can invite your friends and you can, you know, set the format to be however you want to wanted to be with your friends. And it just all goes back to us building games that we want to play. <laughs> and we have a pretty uh, pretty big team at this point and lots of different perspectives and opinions going into how we're shaping, you know, what our lobby looks like and what our contests look like. Liz, before I let you go, again, Underdog is the fastest growing fantasy sports app ever. Um, you know, we just talked about this Series B funding led by BlackRock. You've got investors, Mark Cuban, Kevin Durant, Adam Schefter, Jared Goff, What's next for you guys? I mean, your your growth is is really, really exploding. Yeah, we are heads down for the next year trying to build out our product and continue to innovate in this space where we think there's a lot of room for innovation. And we are hiring. If anybody is looking for a job, we're definitely hiring. We are interested in getting as many uh, new employees onboarded and ready to go as soon as possible. So that's we're really focused on just pure growth over this next year. If people want to see your job board, where do they go? Just go to underdogfantasy.com and I think backslash careers or just go to the footer and it's right there. Okay. And I want to remind our audience to download the Underdog Fantasy app, use the promo code SBR. And for our listeners, Underdog has been generous enough to match up to the first $100 that you deposit. So uh, a great opportunity for you to have fun to play a game that's easy to use. Again, I know there's a lot of busy listeners out there and this is low maintenance and, and a great way to have fun with friends and uh, follow your fantasy team all year long. Liz, thanks for joining us on Sports Business Radio. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. This episode of Sports Business Radio is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the fastest growing fantasy app ever released and the official gaming partner of Sports Business Radio. And with early investors like Mark Cuban, Kevin Durant, Adam Schefter, and Jared Goff, I know that Underdog Fantasy is made for people like me who are on the go and want something quick, easy, and fun to play. 
And today we've got a special offer for Sports Business Radio listeners. If you sign up to Underdog Fantasy using the promo code SBR, they're going to double your first deposit up to $100. No risk, no long-term commitment. Just sign up using promo code SBR and your first deposit is matched up to $100 for free. I already play Underdog Fantasy on the Underdog Fantasy app, but if I didn't, I'd use that free $100 and go for a pick'em contest where I can bet the over-under on individual players or team matchups. Or maybe the Best Ball Mania 3 contest worth $10 million in total prizes. All you have to do is draft a team for the season. No waivers, no lineups, no injury reports. Underdog Fantasy takes care of all of that for you. So do what I've been doing. Go to Underdog Fantasy, download the app, sign up with promo code SBR, and get started right away with a free match on your first deposit up to $100. Everyone, Brian Berger here with Sports Business Radio, and we're going to have a little fun this week. Uh, Underdog Fantasy is the official gaming partner of Sports Business Radio, as you know. If you use the promo code SBR when you download the app, Underdog is going to match up to $100 on your first deposit. I'm joined on this draft that we're going to do today, NFL draft, by Andrew Mackins from Underdog and Brian Briggs, executive producer with Sports Business Radio. And Griggs and I are going to compete against each other in a best ball mania draft today. And I know rule number one for me is I am not taking Deshaun Watson with my first pick. So uh, he's suspended for 11 games. So I'm going to, I'm going to let him slide down the board. But uh, Andrew and, and Griggs, uh, welcome. And this is going to be fun. Thank you, Brian. Happy to be here and happy to uh, be your guide through the best ball cosmos. Andrew, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about basketball? Um, you know, you guys do things really uniquely, uh, but basketball is one of the cool things that Underdog does. Yeah, so this basketball format has been growing a lot over the past few years. Uh, it takes its name from golf. If you've ever played the basketball form of golf uh, on the course, you are joining a 12-person draft like uh, Brian and Griggs will be doing today, and then once you draft the team 18 rounds, that's it. It's set it and forget it. All you do is draft. There's no weekly waivers. There's no trade offers or receiving trades from your uh, league mates. And you don't have to worry about roster decisions either. Like who should I start in my flex in uh, week nine or something like that? You're always going to get the best score in your lineup from those 18 players that you drafted. So you'll always be getting the best quarterback score the best two running backs, the best three wide receivers, the best tight end, and then the best flex from those remaining players to fill that starting lineup. I love it because our audience is full of busy people. And this allows you to follow the NFL and follow your fantasy team, but it's pretty low maintenance. And and I like that because like you just said, trying to set my lineup and trying to watch waiver wires and you know, it's a lot of time during the season. So I like this. And then there's a lot of money at stake here. I mean, we're talking big prize money. And yeah, like uh, you mentioned, we're jumping into a best ball mania three draft today. Uh, just the two of you, not myself, but uh, there's $10 million in total prizes within this tournament on underdogfantasy.com and in our app. There's, you know, it's 25 bucks to enter. And 
the first place prize is $2 million. The second place prize is a million dollars. And we're also awarding a million dollars to whoever has the most points during the regular season portion of this tournament. So you're drafting a team, you can draft, you know, up to 150 teams in this tournament if you so choose. And you're going to have a chance to get a portion of that prize pool just by jumping in. And it is, um, in fact, the largest season-long fantasy contest out there. So definitely a lot of st- at stake. Hey, if we win that first prize, we're taking Sports Business Radio Global, and you're coming with us. We're going <laughs> everywhere. I can't wait. I hope we can draft the winning team on, uh, on the podcast today. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? I know, I know. I, hopefully I can give a couple tips along the way. You know, we have a, a YouTube channel as well, Underdog Fantasy, where our uh, you know, professional analysts, Josh Norris and Hayden Winks are always providing great updates on what's going on in the preseason, who's kind of skyrocketing up the the draft boards right now. Uh, but I think I can impart, you know, a, at least a portion of that knowledge to you guys today. Excellent. Well, should we jump into it? Should we start, uh, get into a, a best fall mania draft? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We are in a best fall mania three draft i am in the eighth spot griggs is in the 10 spot uh andrew any advice for us as we're in the room now i think the eight spot and the 10 spot are pretty interesting because there's pretty much a consensus like top five or even top six players in the first round you know jonathan taylor or christian mccaffrey being the 101 overall and then you've got a combination of Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Jamar Chase at wide receiver. Uh, after that, it kind of just depends on what player you're feeling good about going into the year. Uh, as I think all of the you know their name brand players still in the second half of the first round, but there's more question marks about them. So I see Griggs is queuing up some picks. Is that a, a smart play right there? Queue up some picks. And when it comes to your spot, you're, you're ready with a few options. Yeah, that's a great feature that I love on Underdog is being able to star players from the, the player pool and have them in a queue for yourself. That way, as it comes to your pick, you already have kind of narrowed down your options of who you uh, want to draft. And, you know, if someone picks the player you picked, it'll just be automatically removed from the queue. So very straightforward there. And, you know, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if Greg's uh, queued up Cooper Cup here that they get taken pretty shortly. <laughs> Probably. I mean, Donathan Taylor was on Sports Business Radio about a month ago. So I would love to get him at eight, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be gone. He just got taken by somebody. Okay, so we're already rolling here. Yeah, we're rolling pretty quickly. These drafts are 30 seconds per pick in the fast format. So definitely want to be on the ball there. And, and we've even added a new feature to help people draft faster. If, if someone's in a draft room and they auto pick the first two picks, they're going to be put on autopilot automatically. So definitely something to help speed things up. But a lot of people will draft in here and just have like their own personal rankings queued up. Um, and, and they're, uh, you know, raring to go and, and get in as many drafts as possible. Okay. So it looks like I'm up here. Um, if you had a choice between Derek Henry and Devonte Adams, Andrew. So one thing to consider with the underdog leagues is that you do have to start at least three wide receivers. And so I will often lean, lean towards that receiver side. So definitely love the Adams pick there. We know he's one of the best wide receivers in the league. And, you know, 
had him reuniting with his former college teammate, Derek Carr, could lead to a lot of good chemistry there. I grabbed him. I grabbed Devontae Adams. All right. It, it and I'm a Seahawk homer. And I got to go with my boy, DK, who just signed the extension. He's my boy. I'm taking him right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's early. That, that is a bold pick of DK way early in, in the first round. <laughs> you know that Russell plays in Denver now, Greg? I do know that. Yes, I do know that. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be good for him. Wow. That's, that's okay. So three wide receivers, two running backs, Andrew, right? Yeah. You're, you'll want to draft more than those, obviously, because we are drafting 18 rounds, but you start up to four wide receivers with that flex spot. And you'll be surprised in some draft rooms, how fast the wide receivers get taken on underdog. It is half PPR scoring. So it's not like wide receivers are the clear uh, best choice every time, but I do gravitate towards that because of just the upside that, you know, wide receivers provide, you know, look at Jamar Chase last year, he had like a 50 or 70 point fantasy game in the best ball mania two championship week. So those high upside wide receivers are really important. And I see, I see Griggs is back on the clock here. I, I love the guy who's at the top of his queue. Um, but I'm curious if he's going to go bold again with <laughs> the other Seahawk. No, I'm going Debo on this one. He was my second choice. So that's uh, wow. If Kelsey's there for me, I'm grabbing him. Don't take him here. Come on. This person in front of me. I don't want this person taking Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Tight end is a pretty. Uh, yeah. I got Kelsey and Devontae Adams. Oh, there you go. There you go. I mean, that is a good start. That's pretty good. I like that. I'm smelling that two million coming my way. <laughs> Tight end can really be a way to separate yourself in the field potentially. If you know, if Kelsey is still as good as he is, you know, with the Chiefs being the offense they are, you, you put a lot of trust in Patrick Mahomes and and Andy Reid, and you can feel confident that Kelsey's going to get a lot of looks. And that's getting more points than your opponents. You see, Mark Andrews went immediately after Travis Kelsey in this draft. So just thinking about, you know, you. Now that you have Travis Kelsey on your team, I'd probably only take one more tight end because you're banking on getting Kelsey's points at the tight end position every week. And I think that that's going to give you an advantage above other people who can't get an elite tight end on their team. All right, so now I've got a tight end and a wide receiver. Should I start thinking about quarterback or do I need a running back? Great question. I think there's about six quarterbacks that go in the first six rounds. So... Uh, there's a bit of a drop off after that. So if you want to get a mid round quarterback, you can, but you'll notice, um, as you look through these players and, you know, you're filtering by position, we put the average draft position of that player across all of our contests. And so you can see about when, you know, a Josh Allen is being drafted and you have to decide, do you want to, you know, have less depth at the running back and wide receiver position? getting those elite points at quarterback, or do you want to try to piece together um, some quarterback production from some guys that are, are maybe not the elite guys? It's, it's all kind of like the opportunity cost uh, equation there, right? I definitely wouldn't do what Greg's did and take Metcalf three rounds ahead of uh, the yeah. math position. Metcalf's going usually in the fourth, uh, fourth round, I believe. And I think the best thing to do in these drafts is usually stick around to the ADP unless you have a, you know, a really bold take on someone like Griggs does. I mean, taking Metcalf before Kelsey has to be the blunder of the draft so far. No, no, I think you'll be, uh, you'll be, you'll be crying when I take that two mil. 
even the other teams are, are wondering who's this Griggs guy that's in the draft taking <laughs> Metcalf like three rounds too early. It brings up conversation. It's good banter. Yeah. So what are we on? Pick 26 right now? Yeah, we're on pick 26. You can also scroll that top bar from left to right to see like how many picks away you are. So, you know, looking at Griggs screen, he's still got most of the third round to get back to him. But, you know, what, five or six picks until your pick, Brian? I'm sitting on a few players here hoping that they're uh, available. But I yeah, know. I got to say, I love the 32nd. I think that's so cool to keep it moving. It keeps you yeah. engaged and you're watching it. You don't get a chance to look away because it's your turn already. I love that. Yeah. yeah. For watching this on YouTube instead of listening on the podcast, the draft board, I love their, the color coding too with the different colors for the different positions. It makes it really easy to follow the players. Not everyone does that. Yeah, Griggs, if you want to click on that grid button, that shows the entire draft board actually, you know, going in the snake draft fashion that everyone's familiar with. And I think that's great to see, like, you know, again, oh my gosh, DK Metcalf went before Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley and, and all these other players. Uh, but it, it very much re- represents that board that you used to draft on in your home leagues when you're able to get everyone in the in the basement at home or at the Buffalo Wild Wings, not a sponsor or what have you. <laughs> See, the guy who I wanted just got taken. I was going to go Nick Chubb, but I'm going to steal Briggs' pick. I just took Josh Allen. There you go. I'm expecting big things from Josh Allen. I think he's an MVP candidate this year. He really has that perfect combination of passing and running ability. And that's those those top six quarterbacks all have that in them. I think, you know, you look at Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, uh, Kyler Murray, even Jalen Hurts, people are really high on this year. And a lot of it is because they have legs. Lamar Jackson as well. I don't want to leave him out of the conversation. So we get we get running yards from the quarterback too, right? So if your quarterback can run yeah. four touchdowns, you're getting all the stats. You get all of the stats. And there's a lot of quarterbacks in the later rounds that can't run like that, like you know, Derek Carr could be a good backup option for you, Brian, but he's not going to give you the rushing ability uh, that Josh Allen can bring you. And th- those elite points are hard to come by. Rakes, who did you take? Well, I loved uh, Darren Waller's game last year with the Vegas Raiders, and I think he's going to be kind of a secret weapon for them this year and get some good yards. Dude, he's hurt. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> he won't be hurt all season. Rakes might be in the bottom 10 of the... Uh... No, that brings up a good question, though. How do you, Andrew, like, is there a place to see where players are hurt or project, projected when they're going to return? Yeah, that's a great point. Um, you can click on any of these player cards, like you mentioned. Uh, that's usually how you're drafting the players, too. I know you're on the clock again, so I don't know if you need to make a pick or if you're... Looks like you got Mahomes there. Oh, that's okay. That's good. Yeah, Mahomes is a great pick as well. No, great question, Graves. We do have a news team at Underdog that gives you know news up to date. You'll see it in the player card with any of the players that you click on before you draft them. It'll bring a drop down. It'll show the oh, yeah, stats from the previous year, how many fantasy points they scored last year or the or even in 2020. So that can give you some good context on what picks you want to make, as well as what the most recent news is and and our news team's spin on it. So I, I did hear a little bit about Darren Waller and his uh, his injury question marks. I just took uh, Zeke Elliott. From the Cowboys. So I got one running back now. Yeah, you bring up a great point with balancing out your roster so far. 
um, having, you, you do need to start two running backs. So some people will go super wide receiver heavy and really pick up their running backs in the later rounds. But, you know, Zeke seems to be one of those guys that you can get at a bit of a value, um, depending on who you talk to. Like Zeke might still score 10, 12 touchdowns this season because the Cowboys love him so much. But the, the real thing to note there is how many, how many players should you draft at each position? Typically speaking, you want to draft two or three quarterbacks and two or three tight ends, depending on how or who you drafted. So for you, Brian, you had drafted Josh Allen and you had drafted Travis Kelsey, both elite guys. You want to really assume that those guys are going to crush it for you all season long. And so you only really need one backup option for them uh, to help the depth of your team there. But now, because you haven't drafted as many running backs and wide receivers, you want to really focus on those positions because you'll have to start more of them throughout the season. Of course, injuries are a natural part of football. And so focusing on making sure we get, you know, six to seven running backs and eight to nine wide receivers is the typical um, structure that we're looking to draft in a best ball mania team. So I have some work to do with the wide receivers and running backs. It's nice you've got a pretty elite guy at each position. I'll say that. Uh, what if, you know, a, a great quarterback option comes up? So, again, two quarterbacks, three right wide receivers. Who's in the starting lineup? Yeah, so the starting lineup of the 18 guys that you draft is going to be one quarterback only each week, okay. two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex spot. And that flex spot can be a running back, a wide receiver, or a tight end. And that's where it comes up where it's like, yeah, I drafted um, Josh Allen already. If Lamar Jackson is there, there's only so much benefit you're getting out of having two great quarterbacks because you only get to start one each week when really you might need another wide receiver to fill like more options at wide receiver is going to give you more upside to fill those wide receiver spots with a lot of points. I just took a guy that I think is vastly undervalued at wide receiver if he can stay healthy. And that's Michael Thomas, who, you know, before he got hurt, was one of the best receivers in the NFL. So if he can bounce back and be the main target for famous Jameis, uh, I think he's pretty good value where I just got it. I really like the way the Saints are looking right now. I think Michael Thomas on the bounce back is um, definitely something to be monitoring. And, and I like that you made that pick there. Um, got to go with, you know, adding to the wide receiver room with people you know have a lot of upside or have shown it before. I mean, I feel pretty good about my team right now. Yeah, I'm not, but this is my first like live draft. So, uh, you know, I'll learn. <laughs> Briggs just took Roger Staubach with his. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that Griggs is doing okay. He had the, the Homer pick up front, but other than that, a well-structured team, the, the way I like to draft loading up on some of those elite wide receivers earlier, Chris Godwin, if he gets healthy early in the season could be helpful for Griggs as well. And then, um, his, First running back taken, I believe, in like the fifth or sixth round is Cam Akers. Hopefully, he hasn't had any injuries set back because that seems like a pretty a pretty nice value on Akers there. His his average draft position, which you can see on the site, is 47.9. And Greg's got him at pick 63. So I, I hope I'm not missing out on any Schefter tweets, but uh, <laughs> Akers seems to be a good spot there as your first running back to 
to kind of fill out that room. Nice work, Greg's. Yeah, I liked him. My wife's a big Rams fan, so I saw a lot of him last year and the last couple of years. So I uh, had to take him there. Greg, your team is here. I mean, Mahomes, you can't go wrong with him. Yeah. So, Brian, what's your team looking like right now? I can have Griggs pull it up too, but um, if you use that drop down, one other tip I wanted to give your listeners uh, is around this concept called stacking. And essentially, what we want to do maybe later in the draft, um, or if you can identify the stacks early, is finding guys who are on the same team. Uh, it you know ties into correlation with fantasy scoring. Essentially, if Patrick Mahomes is having a great game, then who he's throwing the ball to, they're probably having a great game as well. So stacking Travis Kelsey, if he's your first round pick, stacking him with Patrick Mahomes, or in this case, if Griggs has Patrick Mahomes, stacking him with either a Juju Smith-Schuster, which I think he missed out on, or coming up here fairly quickly is Sky Moore, a rookie wide receiver for the Chiefs that he could stack to his team. And that's essentially betting on fewer things that you need to go right on your team. Um, and yeah, if, you know, if your quarterback's doing well, his receivers are doing well too. So being able to stack them on a team together is always a great strategy. I'm sitting on a guy right now that I hope is still there when my pick comes up. Come on, one more pick, one more pick. Okay, I got it. I like Josh Jacobs, the running back with the Raiders. So now I have Jacobs and I've got Devontae Adams. Who knows? Maybe Derek Carr is in my future. Yeah, this would be a team where I think you'd want to add Derek Carr as that QB2, and then you'd be completely set at the quarterback position for you know the Raiders. They're probably going to be in a lot of shootouts in the AFC West. And so thinking about, you know, how is uh how how is the Raiders offense going to score well? You know, I think they got Josh McDaniels as the head coach now. So They'll be able to, uh, you know, you you can stack them up pretty easily there. Um, but I definitely wouldn't reach ahead of the average draft position just to get a stack if uh, if there's a better player on the board to help you out there. So I'm looking at running back or wide receiver coming up next. You see any value picks? I personally really like. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire just as late as he's going because he's in the Chiefs offense. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if uh, Griggs takes him because he's got Patrick Mahomes on his team. He just got, uh, he just got snagged. Oh! Oh! Uh, <laughs> I didn't take him. Somebody did reform me. No, I know. I'm, yeah. just, I'm, I'm hurting for you. <laughs> oh, man. Who would I want? Running back. Well, you've got Marcus Valdez-Scantling. I've heard he's going to probably be on the field for most of the two wide receiver sets, um, getting a decent payday from, you know, leaving the Packers. So if, you know, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, this, this guy in a high-scoring offense that is known for catching deep balls and burning people downfield, you know, you're on to your fifth wide receiver now, Greg. So it, it's good to stack those wide receivers up because if Hunter Renfro has a bad game or if Chris Godwin is out week one and MVS or Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling has a two-touchdown 100-yard game. I just did a little bit of a reach there. I just did Chase Edmonds with the Dolphins. I think he's like the, to their carries, though. Yeah, he, he seems to be the starter, huh? What do you think about the Dolphins' offense this year? It's like all... 
kind of revamped around Tua. Yeah, I think Tua is very accurate. Um, I think Tyreek and Waddle, I mean, you would talk about the fastest tandem of wide receivers in the NFL. So, yeah, I like what they're doing. I don't, I don't, they're going to have to run the ball at some point, though, to open it up for oh, yeah. downfield. So that's why I took Chase there. But yeah, Miami's going to be one of those teams I'll enjoy watching this year for sure. Griggs, who do you, how many quarterbacks do you have? I have one quarterback. I have a couple in my queue, but uh, just Patrick for now. You know, Aaron Rodgers has really been going late in these drafts. Why do you think, Andrew? I mean, guys, MVP puts up pretty good stats. I think if he lost Devontae. I think it really is uh, based on that in a lot of ways. It'll be interesting to see what their offense looks like this year, but they're, they're really struggling in the wide receiver room with Alan Lazard being the number one guy. Hopefully he can step up and take over that alpha dog role. But after that, it's, you know, Sammy Watkins, who's flashed in the past, but gets, you know, injured pretty often. And then some rookies, uh, Christian Watson's also been on the injury report in camp. And there's a guy who's, you know, potential sleeper, no promises here, but Romeo Dobbs, uh, he is a late round draft pick, a rookie from the Packers that could be helpful for Rodgers as well. And, you know, Rodgers is going to throw the ball in the right spots. It's just a matter of like, will his receivers be able to make sure that the connection is still strong? Okay. So we can see that it has the bye week listed next to each person as well. So I want to make sure that I don't pick two quarterbacks with the same bye week. So how do I go back and look at, uh, I've got yeah, so on your phone, you'll be able to tap on your team to see who's on your team and then see their bye weeks there. For Griggs on the screen, he can see his team on the desktop on the right. So I, he can look at how you know Mahomes has a week eight bye. If he's going to go draft another quarterback and probably one more quarterback, I guess ideally you would want to not have another quarterback with a week eight by just so you don't take a zero on week eight at the quarterback position. Because so is that like Josh Allen's on by as week eight? Uh, I can check for it. I think I'm on the clock. Is Derek Carr's that? Well, Derek Carr has a week six by. So, I, but that might be the Bills by week. No, the Bills by week is week seven. Okay, I'm taking Derek Carr right here. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's who I was going to take. Who knew that my team was going to turn into the Raiders? Derek Carr, Devontae, Josh Jacobs. I think Josh McDaniels is going to have them high power. I mean, they have to be in the AFC West, right? They got to play the Chiefs, the Chargers, and Russell Wilson's Broncos twice a year now. So they they, they don't really have an option. <laughs> I like being right near Griggs, too, because then I can steal his players like I just did with Derek Carr. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Kind of fun. It makes the draft fun when you're drafting with some friends and, and you can swipe their players ahead of time. It's true. It, it really is the draft makes the drafting a more fun experience to be drafted with your friends. And I would say, you know, even, um, you know, you don't have to draft in Best Ball Mania 3 together like we did where we're, we're jumping in at the same time. You can jump into just a self-contained league on Underdog where it's just a 12-person league, maybe $5 buy-in or $10 buy-in, and you can create a private draft where only people who have your invite link can join that draft room. So that's one way to definitely invite people to play on Underdog and also 
uh, be able to draft and just a, in a fun best ball environment and not have to worry about it after you do your, your, your fantasy draft night. All right. I'm on the clock here. Well, I know since you've taken a second quarterback, we'll want to pivot back to the running backs and wide receivers here. What do you think about Melvin Gordon in Denver? I think by the end of the year, it might Uh-oh. be a little weaker. I would, I would take a wide receiver if I were you. Okay. I just took Chase Claypool. Claypool could be good. He could bounce back in this offense. And, you know, we know that he's a deep threat from, uh, from his rookie year. So he was next on the, on the board. So I like Travis Dadley's average draft position. So it kind of tells you, like, this is who's ranked next highest. I don't have to go look that up. Exactly. We Our dr- average draft position has been from drafters who have been drafting basically all offseason. And so this is a great way to prepare for your home leagues as well and uh, just get a sense of where players are being drafted before you jump into your main you know, money league with your buddies. So are we at about the halfway point? How many picks have we made so far? So we're at the end of the 10th round, 18 rounds in total. So we're a little over halfway. So I think where the people separate themselves in the second half of the draft, this is where you you make your money. Exactly, exactly. Andrew, what do you recommend? How many tight ends is a good, good balance to have? I would say two to three tight ends total, um, especially with Waller. You're kind of, if you're drafting Wally, you're assuming he's going to be healthy, right? And he's going to be a big part of that Raiders offense. So I would say you probably only need one more and, okay. and getting one of these guys that you have on the, on the queue um, that's higher up probably makes sense. Cool. But definitely factor in the ADP, you know, like right now we know, I know who you're looking at um, for tight ends, but if there's like, there's a 40 pick gap between the tight end 11 and the, and the other tight end that you have on the list. Right. So you could wait another couple rounds before you take that second tight end. But with any luck, you'll be able to get, you know, the top tight end here. Got it. Briggs, I'm going to do you a favor here. Do not take Mariota this early. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I'm not. He's just there because he's my guy. I love him. Yeah, you could probably uh, get Mariota in the 17th or 18th round. Yeah. Well, I just went Julio Jones. We'll see. I, I think he could be good with Tom Brady. And uh, Godwin's out for a while. So I think he's going to get some balls thrown his way. Yeah, and I went with Cole Komet, tight end for Chicago. I think he's uh, he had a good year last year, so I'm excited to see what he does. I mean, I've got Kelsey, so I can just, like, pack it in. Yeah, you can co- you can coast a tight end for a while if you take Kelsey early, and it, it kind of gives you a lot of freedom the rest of the draft. Okay. So we want to remind our listeners as we're doing this draft, again, download the Underdog Fantasy app and use the promo code SBR, and Underdog has been kind enough to max up to $100 on your first deposit. So... Uh, you know, everyone I've talked to that downloaded this app just loves all the different features. But I got to say, I, out of all the things I've done, this best ball mania draft is probably the most fun that we've uh, done so far. I love the pickums, I love the rivals, um, but this best ball is is a lot of fun. I agree. I do love the pickums for NBA. I love going on there just you know hour before the game and throwing up my picks. That's fun. I did a lot that a lot this last season. I swear there have been times in in the pickum or the over. The rivals were Ivan lost by like half a point. 
I'm like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> Why have you missed that free throw? Or Luca? But uh, it's fun. It, it definitely makes watching the game more interesting. All right, I'm up right now. Um, uh, I'm going to go. I just took a tight end. Or Smith from Minnesota. Kirk Cousins like the tight ends. So I think I'm set at tight end now. Now I need to focus in on some running backs. 100%. You're probably good at both quarterback and tight end. Gives you a lot of chances now in these last you know handful of rounds to just focus in on wide receiver and running back and take those guys who could be uh, you know late round sleeper or a rookie who's going to break out in the second half of the year once he's kind of got his feet under him with his team. There, there's definitely a lot of those first year or even second year options out there of people who have a chance to break out. Do you have any uh, sleepers that you might want to tell us about that are? Uh, good value right here. Yeah, I, you know, I think we're looking in the 12th, 13th round now. I know our guys at Underdog Fantasy on YouTube uh, have really been touting Michael Carter on the New York Jets quite a bit just because oh, yeah. there's a huge gap in draft picks between him and the rookie running back for the Jets, Brees Hall. Brees Hall might not take the full workload right from the get-go. Uh, Griggs had just queued up Tyler Algier for the Falcons. I mean, You've got Cordero Patterson and and who else in that backfield? So he has a chance to take a good amount of work. Khalil Herbert, I think, is another guy for the Bears that's really interesting um, just because he he showed us what he can do last year. And as David Montgomery goes down, Khalil Herbert's going to have a complete workload. And again, you, once you draft, there's no waivers in best ball. So you have to draft these players with kind of the potential that they could take on a big workload at the running back position. Um, Naeem Hines is another option. It uh, looks like he's already been drafted in this draft, but you know, God forbid if, if your uh, former guest, Jonathan Taylor, were to miss time this season, Naeem Hines would get a ton more work in the Colts offense, and you have an opportunity to have him kind of you know, stashed away, as it were, on the uh, you know, your running back four, running back five on your roster here now what happens if someone gets hurt you're just stuck right like you can't add anyone or exactly when you're when your player gets hurt like last year everyone that drafted cmc they were pretty much stuck with them they got points from him any game that he did play but you know all of the other running backs that they drafted on those teams would be kind of filling in the depth for him so that's why it is nice to draft like have five or six running backs because even more if you think you have some injury prone guys on your team um, to build that depth to fill those two uh, starting running back spots and I, I would say the same goes for wide receiver like we mentioned you know anywhere from seven to nine wide receivers on your team makes sense when in an 18 round draft uh, and really thinking that through towards the late rounds of who, who your final picks are going to be because you can only draft 18 people and that's your squad for for the season. <laughs> Right. Well, I just added another running back. I'm trying to stack up on running backs a little bit. I don't have anyone, like, I don't have the stud running back. So it's kind of by committee, but I love that underdog pulls the best stats from the position. So, yeah, that's one of the worst things in fantasy is when you have a guy on the bench and he has a big week and you're like, oh, God, I had him on the bench. Well, the fact that 
with underdog, you're taking the best performance of that week. It takes the thinking out of the equation. hundred percent. I think a great example from last year was Rashad Penny on Griggs's Seahawks. He kind of came out of nowhere in the last few weeks of the season and absolutely dominated. And that was a player who you wouldn't necessarily think is a stud running back right off the jump because he's been so injury prone, but you give him some opportunity on the field and uh, he he showed us what he could do. And that was a great late round uh, best ball pick because you had him on your squad. He didn't give you anything in the first 10 weeks of the season. But you have to think about the entire nature of an NFL season and how players will start to break out at the end of the year. Um, the rookie for the Lions, Amon Ross St. Brown, was another one of those players. And he, he gave fantasy people a lot of points in the end when, when all the money comes around uh, in best ball. So definitely want to think about those players that could you know, see extra work as the season goes on. Uh, I was going to point out something, too, that's kind of cool that over here on the players where you're looking for players, if you need to find somebody quick, I've been using the search too. That's instead of scrolling through, you can just type in the last name or whatever, and it pops right up and you can see if he's been drafted already, it shows the icon of the player or the guy that drafted him. And if not, you can click on him. I just added another running back. I'm stacking my running backs right now. There you go. Yeah, that's what I'm doing too. They tend to get hurt quite often, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, and it seems like there's guys every year that you go into the year and someone really outperforms their draft position or like you said cmc you take him in the first round and and you're sitting on an injury all year yeah it really is one of the tougher parts about best ball is the injury portions of it but i think that's why we have so many people on our uh platform that are drafting multiple teams so they can almost have this investment portfolio into various players in fantasy i think about you know, if you're in your home league and you are a really big fan of uh, Travis Kelsey, for example, we've mentioned him a lot, but your buddy is a diehard Chiefs fan. And so he takes Travis Kelsey, like with the third overall pick, then you never had a chance to take him in that draft. And if you're not in any other fantasy leagues, well, you won't be able to draft Travis Kelsey. And so underdog gives you that opportunity to jump into multiple drafts and draft more of the players that you do want to be invested in from a fantasy football perspective. You know, it's interesting. I'm looking at Jacoby Brissett. He's still at 215.9 is his average draft position. He's going to be starting the first 11 games of the year for the Browns. So that seems to be pretty good value if you can uh, get him at that spot. I think it is, especially if you are going after a, a quarterback that you think isn't going to do well in the early stretch. Um, you're, you kind of know ahead of time, you're only going to get 11 games out of them. So it might be a good last round pick um, for a backup. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with taking a quarterback in the last round, even like Marcus Mariota, like, uh, like Griggs has queued up here. Well, that was uh, the opportunity for like a late round pick. I mean, he didn't get Justin Herbert. So you know he's going to, I mean, I could be a jerk and, and snag him. No, you've been that way so far, so I could see it happening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my draft, I did one yesterday, uh, three ball or uh, best ball, and I got uh, Herbert, Marcus. It was like a Duck uh, alum team. (laughs) Well, Andrew, I know you've got to run, but thanks so much for joining us for our best ball mania draft and uh, appreciate your insight and just your partnership. This has been a lot of fun. 
Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, I hope that this kind of guide through a basketball draft has been helpful for the listeners. I hope that they'll you know definitely give it a try. Again, it's underdogfantasy.com. And like Brian mentioned before, use that uh, promo code SBR when you sign up and you'll get that first deposit match. So you can do, you know, as little as 10 bucks and get 10 bucks from underdog, or you could deposit a hundred and get a hundred from us. So uh, whatever, you know, floats your boat there. Andrew, thanks again for joining us. And, uh, you know, when I get that $2 million prize for winning this whole thing, uh, you know, we're taking this global. We'll be in touch for sure. Okay. Thank you guys. Well, Griggs, I knew you couldn't resist taking Marcus Mariota. So I'm glad you got him. Former Oregon Duck, you're a big dog guy. So I'm glad that he's on your team. And, you know, between him and DK, that should keep you happy with some of your uh, hometown favorites. Yeah, I'm proud of my uh, DK in the first round pick. I think uh, <laughs> bringing his colored hair every week and his dangling earrings, I had to do it. Deshaun Lachlan's still on the board. <laughs> the surprise is there. Um, yeah, we're coming down. How many picks do we have left? Let's see. We are in round uh, 17. Two picks left. Two picks left. Um, I got to see. I might want to pick up another quarterback. Yeah, I think I'm going to get one more tight end and then not sure on the last round. Nope. I got to get back in. No, but this is really fun uh, to the listeners. It is, it's worth doing this. Uh, you can't beat the promo code. It's super fun. Get some buddies together. Jump on here. You know, give give 30, 45 minutes and just uh, have a ball. And then, you know, it gives you something to root for during the season. So I'm looking forward to this. Oh, we're really, oh, I'm going to go with the sleeper as my third quarterback. I don't think anyone's going to take him. I think Malik Willis is going to be the starting quarterback in Tennessee by the end of the year. Have you seen that guy's arm? It's crazy. He can launch it like the whole field, it looks like. He's, he reminds me of Michael Vick. Yeah. As far as, yeah, I mean, he's not as electric as Vic, but his arm is ridiculous. Yeah, and like Vic, he can do it rolling out of the pocket too, which is hard to do. So you're not in front of me, so I don't have to worry about you stealing him. I'm going to take Malik Willis. And, and this is a flyer here. You know, this is just, if this guy turns into a stud in his rookie year, I've got him behind uh, Josh Allen and, and Derek Carr. Yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. Okay, I just grabbed him. So that's my my flyer. And then we have one more. Yeah, you got one. You got, I, got, I got two more. I'm getting a tight end here. Mo Ali Cox is who I'm looking at. So your projected points are 26, 23. What are mine? Can you look it up? Yeah, yours are. Let's go check it here. There you go. He sticks. Oh, wow. We're neck and neck. Yeah, we're pretty close. Oh, three picks away. What do I need? Who can I get here? It's like just a total stout. This is your last one. Yeah. Woo! I see who I'm taking. Also another flyer. I like it. Well, I think this could turn out to be a good pick. Oh, let's see. I'm on the clock. I can't tell you who. Yeah, don't tell me. (laughs) I like that pick. AJ Green, because DeAndre Hopkins is suspended the first... uh, Six yeah. games, I think. Yeah, I think it's six. Yeah. Right. I'm sitting on a guy here. And of course, he just got taken. Oh. Or no, he did. He didn't. Okay. I just took Odell Beckham Jr. I saw him on there too. He's fun. He's not signed yet, but if he goes to Green Bay or he goes somewhere like that, even to the Rams again, I'll take him with my last pick. That's a good, 
So my last two picks were flyers, Malik Willis and Odell Blackham Jr. Yeah, I like that though. I like Odell. That's he's such a electric player. Okay, so your projected points are twenty seven seventy five. Bring mine up. What are mine? Yours are oh wow. So according to this thing, you're gonna have more projected points than me. Close. It's gonna be I love I love this. This is awesome. So I have seven running backs, six wide receivers, three quarterbacks, and two tight ends, and a partner of Jennifer Tree. <laughs> and you've got three, five, seven, and three. Yeah. All right, let's show our audience on YouTube here. We'll we'll go through your full team. So your full team, your three quarterbacks are Patrick Mahomes, Tua, and Marcus Moriota. You've got the Hawaiian power. Yes. Quarterback. Running back, Cam Akers, Kareem Hunt, Daryl Henderson, Khalil Herbert, and Zamir White. Your wide receivers are DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Chris Godwin, Hunter Renfro. I like that pick. Marcus Valdez, Scantling, Marvin Jones, and AJ Green. Your tight ends are Darren Waller, Cole Komet, and Mo Alley Cox. My team, I've got Josh Allen, Derek Carr, and Malik Willis as my three quarterbacks and Carr and Willis both have the same bye week. So that could be dangerous if Josh Allen goes down. True. Uh, running back. I've got Zeke Elliott, Josh Jacobs, Chase Edmonds, Tyler Alapur, Tyrone Davis Price, Gus Edwards. I like that pick there. And uh, JD McKissick. Wide receiver. I like my wide receivers. Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper, Chase Claypool, Julio Jones, and Odell Beckham. That is, if we were drafting like three years ago, that is, <laughs> it's like I got all the best wide receivers. So, yeah. Um, and then tight end, I got the best in the game, Travis Kelsey, and then Herb Smith. Hopefully, I don't ever need him. And I think we did well with not drafting key players who have the same bye week. So, we avoided that and according to this you're gonna have like 72 more points than me at the end of the year but uh yeah this was fun yep and you know again to our listeners underdog fantasy download the app in the app store and enter the promo code fbr like sports business radio and underdog will match uh up to $100 on your first deposit. So uh, it's fantasy football season. This is a fun way to play. I love the fact that this is so low maintenance. I really don't have time during the season to change my lineup. And then, you know, this eliminates the frustration of, oh my God, that player had a great game and I had him on the bench because underdog pulls your best performances of the week and puts them front and center on your team and you get those points. Um, this best ball mania that we did, best ball mania three, the entry fees, 25 bucks, $10 million in overall prize money. So Griggs, again, if one of us, we're making a pact right now, we're recording this. One of us wins the $2 million prize. We're taking at least a million and we're like pimping out sports business radio on the road, right? Like we are just going to town. The other million you can keep for your family. But one million is going towards taking us global. 
Yeah. I mean, priorities, definitely SBR number one, family number two. So I'm with you on that one. <laughs> no, let's yeah, do it up big. Us renting studios in, in London and Manhattan Beach and New York and all of these great places uh, with the prize money that we're going to win from winning Best Fall Mania 3. Yeah, no, this is great. I think we talk about all the time about stuff adapting with the times. This underdog is taking fantasy to the next level. It's super fun. It's simple. I love you don't have to come back and manage the whole team and it's, it doesn't become a full-time job. I love it. And it's even color-coded during the draft. So you know where your quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends are. So that makes it good for dummies like me that have bad eyesight. Like I, I can follow along very easily. Yeah, me too. I enjoy that. That makes it easy to know what you're clicking on. All right, Drake. Serious thing here. I think we need a, a $5 side bet. So $5 side bet on whose team performs better. Even if we don't get into the, the $2 million first prize conversation, we have a $5 side bet on whoever's team between you and I does better this season. Yeah. I'm in on that. That, uh, that sounds good. I think I love how our point spread is pretty close. So we'll see how it all pans out. That is amazing that we drafted so closely in our projected uh, score. I mean, you got off to a rough start with DK as your first pick. So you made a nice rally there with uh, your picks after that. Is there any yeah. other, I mean, let's look at some other teams here for a minute before we hop out of here. I just want to see if there's anyone, let's see. Like, I want to see other people's, okay. To, oh, okay. So that team has 29. They've got 200 more points projected than us. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to one more here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We crushed that person. Apologies in advance for anyone who may be watching this who is also in our draft that we're ripping <laughs> on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we did all right. We seem to be pretty middle of the pack. So this is good. Yeah. So you can, obviously, if you're listening to this, you can go onto the Sports Business Radio YouTube channel at sportsbusinessradio.com and you can watch Greg and I and our draft board if you want to get into this uh, next level and not just listen to the audio. If you want to see our pretty faces and watch us draft, we've got our underdog shirts on. I mean, we are we were ready for this thing today. Yeah, we look official. I love it. It was really fun. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go back and watch the YouTube show because I think it was fun. It was a uh, good interaction, a little trash talking, and DK is going to be the guy. You're going to be laughing. You're going to be laughing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe Drew Locke. I mean, Pete Carroll's been pumping up Drew Locke. So if he turns out to be like the second coming of Kurt Warner, then uh, who knows? Maybe we're all going to look stupid and go, we should have taken Drew Locke with the first big. And DK Metcalf is the best wide receiver in football, and Greeks knew it all along. Two million bucks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, again, final reminder, download the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store. Go to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SBR, like Sports Business Radio. That's how you can participate in Best Fall Mania. Pick them, rivals, and uh, Underdog will match up to $100 on your first deposit. That's a, that's a free $100. I mean, why not? It's free money. So if you enjoy this like we do, take the free 100 bucks and, and go have fun. All right, B Grizzle, uh, this was fun. 
And uh, we got our $5 side bet, and uh, we'll see who comes out on top. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Looking forward to uh, regular season kickoff, and uh, it was fun doing this today with you. And uh, five extra dollars won't hurt anybody, and two million's coming one of our ways, so it'll be good. That's right. Yeah, it's got to come to either one of us. No one else has a chance. No. <laughs> All right, everyone, you're listening to Sport Business Radio. We'll be right back. 5G is here. Is your stadium ready? From an immersive fan experience to efficient game day operations, 5G is transforming sports and entertainment. If you're ready to jumpstart your 5G transformation, look no further than Boingo Wireless. Boingo is one of the largest operators of indoor wireless networks in the U.S. They provide stadiums and arenas with state-of-the-art 5G networks and support teams across the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, and NCAA. I'm constantly interacting with sports executives, and the reason they love working with Boingo is because Boingo manages 5G and Wi-Fi networks end-to-end, offloading very stretched IT teams. Whether your stadium is looking to support mobile ticketing, cashless payment, or connected operations, Boingo has you covered. But don't just take it from me. Their customers include world-class venues like Soldier Field, State Farm Arena, Petco Park, and University of Louisville. Boingo in 5G. Now that's what I call a win-win. For a limited time, Boingo has a special offer for Sports Business Radio listeners. They are offering a free 5G assessment for your stadium or arena. To get started, simply email sbradio at boingo.com and mention this podcast. That's sbradio at boingo.com. Our thanks to Boingo for their continued support of Sports Business Radio. Well, that's it for this edition of Sports Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our team at Sports Business Radio, Brian Griggs, Josh Blank, Ryan Nakajima, and our friends at CG Sports who power Sports Business Radio, CG Young, Matt Amerlin, Nicole Wardle, and Calvin Wirtz. I'm Brian Berger. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Business Radio. This and every SBR podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and your favorite listening app. Follow Sports Business Radio on Facebook, Twitter at SB Radio, Instagram at Sports Business Radio, and online at sportsbusinessradio.com. Sports Business Radio is produced by Brian Griggs and Griggs Productions, griggsproductions.com.